All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. Listeners, we are recording on Sunday, August 2nd. Um, yeah, it's uh, so whatever hits the news, uh, we should have it as this will post on the 3rd. Jake, last week, I thought we had a pretty good story arc. We we opened by making fun of Trump and we closed by making fun of the Democrats. So it was very all encompassing. I enjoyed it. Sure. I don't know if we're going to do that today, but I do want to again. Let's just do commentary on last week's podcast, the entire podcast, right? <laughs> they can listen to this week's podcast along with last week's podcast. It'll be good. We'll do a parody podcast of our own podcast. That's a good idea. No, I just said that because, you know, sometimes we talk. You know, I, I don't like it, and, and I would imagine listeners don't like it, if you if you just hit one topic and then you beat that topic to death, that one topic, if you, all you talk about is one thing over. So I just want to, I, I do want to open with Trump. Now, if we can segue that into a full-throated, again, fuck the Democrats too, that'll be fine. But um, I, I do want to make it clear, though, that when I say I want to talk about Trump today, the Democrats were named in Jeslane Maxwell's thing. Yes, we could, uh, we could, we could, we could segue to that at some point. Sure. I, well, what I want to talk about is is I don't want to talk about Trump like oh fuck Trump he's such a. I want to talk about constant reactions to Trump because sure it it it's. I think I know where you're going. We're, with this we're almost yeah, yeah, yeah. three. Uh-huh. We're over uh-huh. three years into this. We're hopefully almost at the end of it. But all the headlines earlier in the week were that Trump wants to delay the election. Every headline was, Trump is talking about delaying the election. And so the first one I saw... Wait, you mean he's putting motions forward? Like he's dissolving the Constitution? Exactly. Like a dictator? When I am reading these headlines, I am having your thoughts. And so I click a news article, and he set out a tweet that said, maybe we should... Like... Good. The... The, the reactions to a tweet like he sometimes I can't tell if he's just trolling us or if he to me, this is just him. Like what will get under everybody's skin and cause him to freak out. Now, I'm not completely stupid. He could be dipping his toe in the water to see what the reaction is. He does that, too. But right. the what Trump says, this is the, pure impulse on his part. What the response is, is so blown out of proportion now to matter no what no no matter what he does the response is always blown out of proportion and the, the the shittiest thing about that is when he actually does try to dissolve the constitution and 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 become a dictator sort of the um the the left leaning news and and social media is going to be the boy who cried fear yes because i'm not going to believe the goddamn headline i'm going to be like oh did he tweet again did he, i i got other shit to do and i'm going to miss the goddamn march because I'm I'm watching the last season of Ozark or something. Yeah, I okay. How, how, an aside, just a complete aside, with no spoiler alerts. How much Ozark have you watched? All of it. And so your opinion, obviously, watching all of it is is that you like all of it and you continue to watch. I like all of it. The last season, it, it okay. The thing about Ozark is you have to suspend a lot of disbelief. Now I'm not gonna sit there. And civilian splain um, drug cartels to to actual people in cartels. That being said, it seems a little goddamn unrealistic, right? And and it, I I fear that it's doing the thing that um, many many drama series do, where they're like, well, what makes this show good is that it puts them in intense or or awkward. Or, or uncomfortable situations, right? Like, that, that is a big, 
sort of part of the show. And so what we're going to do, there was a lot of those in season one. We're going to make them even more intense in season two. Okay. And we're going to make them even more intense in season three. And so what starts to happen is it, it, it starts to sort of go off the rails, unravel, however you want to explain it, because it, the things that end up happening are so fucking unrealistic that I'm like, dude, they would have shot this fucker like he, they did to his predecessor in season one a long time ago. And I'm like, dude, I'm, Mexican drug cartels have no time for shenanigans. They're not putting up with this skip man's nonsense. They would have, they would have ended this. They don't care about a stupid bearded brother looking like Chris Pontius and Jackass fucking wandering around and crying and screaming at people. You, you, like they would have just killed everybody. Well, along to like the first the first tear that hit that man's cheek, they would have just shot everyone. Okay, so I the the guy you just described, I don't know. Let me tell you. So everything you just said, I love it. It I I love it because um, I really liked season one. Except for the ending, I had I, when season one started to wrap up, in my season head was I was great. going, yeah. you know, this would be a great limited run. Just end it here, you know, put a cap on it. And I felt no, can't do it. We told a story, beginning, middle, and end. We got to keep writing, keep well, writing, that, keep writing. That ending of season one, I really disliked because I thought it was a false setup. It, you know, like some, you can have things that happen organically, and you can have things that are pushed. And that whole story of and I don't remember it exactly. Maybe you can tell me. It was the difference between what was it, white trash and hillbilly or something like that. The 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 Missouri people. The the woman was super offended. Yeah. Like they they gave this false speech up front where it was like, well, there's a difference between white trash and hillbilly. That's not it exactly. Oh, I I hate the plot line that they have done with the hillbilly. People right, in and then so but at the, the season finale or the end of season one, that all came back into play because the drug cartel guy's there and he uses the wrong one. He says white trash and they kill him and she's like, I'm a hillbilly, not white trash. And I'm like, oh, okay, like that's why they gave the speech, you know, at the beginning of the episode so they could cap it off at yeah. the end, and it felt too forced. So I was kind of done with it. My wife started well, dude, season even, two. Said, fuck that. Even even that guy, the the cartel guy going in there, which is like, oh yeah, I'm I'm basically El Chapo. Yeah, I'll come to right. bumfuck Missouri, yeah. and and with just one guy, and we're gonna be unarmed in the like that. Just, it wouldn't have happened exactly. It well, have and then so see, my wife started watching season two and said, let's watch it together as a couple, because you know you do that sometimes. You pick shows. And you, and I, the first episode, I'm like, okay, it was a little here and there. It's sort of, but then the second episode, and, and I, and I, too much bullshit happened. Like they started yeah. packing the storyline immediately with too much bullshit. It's like, instead of what they did in one episode, what could have been played out in three episodes and built slowly, it felt like vegetable lasagna. When you go to a wedding yeah. and you have either chicken, steak, or lasagna, all you want, if you want lasagna, you just want cheese lasagna. You don't. But for some reason, chefs think that, oh, a vegetarian's going to want broccoli and cauliflower and carrots and, and like nobody likes that. What you want is a nice cheese lasagna. But they add so much, so many. It's like vegetable pizza. You know, even even with meat lasagna, um, if you put too much meat in that lasagna, you ruin the lasagna. Now, now a good way is maybe have some meat on the side. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Have the meat on the top. Yeah, absolutely, man. And so even, that second even of, well, with like, actual meat, you can fuck up lasagna. Yeah, and, and so, and, I, and in my head, when I say they pack too much in, 
Like the movie Taken, the first one before it became two and three and silly, but the first one, that moves at a really nice rapid pace. It's just bam, yeah. bam, bam. So I'm not saying that I need quick, but it felt like that's what they were trying to do, only they bogged it down with so much. The thing that really capped it off was the end of episode two, the woman that owned the restaurant in episode one that took money out of the wall and took off at the end of season one. I thought she was just gone. The fact that they brought her in as a drug addict in season two, the cop, you know, she gets in a car accident and the cop is like, all right, you remember Marty? We're going to need you to go. I'm like, all right. Like, because they had already, they had done so much. It felt completely. So basically my point of bringing this up and asking you is I was kind of done with Ozark at the end of season one. Like, that was nice. I don't really care where it goes. And then two episodes into season two, I'm already saying, I don't feel like watching anymore. So my, my asking you whether it was, like, do I even need to watch season two or three? Because I'm sort no. of already done with it. No, I, well, and I, I will say it's still somewhat enjoyable. There's still some characters you're, you're kind of into, but... I mean, I love yeah, Bateman. Man, I think he's great every time ridiculous. he's on screen. It, exactly. It, exactly. If, if it wasn't for Bateman... You wouldn't have a, a goddamn show. Um, I, I really do like the the redneck girl. Yeah, the, yeah, the I love her girl. too. She's Is fantastic. A, she's fucking great. If it wasn't for those two characters, you you do not have a show. And every single other character that they add can fuck off. And uh, this this is every just me one. being an asshole, and I admit it. In that second episode, um, that that redneck girl, her dad, ugh, the fact that she uh, anyway. But this is me being an asshole. So he buys a paddle boat. I don't know if you remember any of this. And he needs her to go pick it up from Cape Girardeau and bring it back to the Ozarks. And so she drives there and, oh, the engine doesn't work. So she has to call her. She calls her dad to tug the boat back. And they do that in a day. It would take an entire day to get the tugboat to Cape Girardeau. I mean, like, shit just happened too fast. And, oh, and here, this one, too. I don't know if you remember this. Just all of this happened in the second episode. You mentioned the pacing, dude. I I fucking, um, right before this one... I, I finished The Wire. Oh. For some reason, I only watched one through, I, I like one through four or one through three of The Wire. Well, because five, it kind of falls apart. It, yeah, a, a little bit, but still, still a very still good fantastic, show. still a fucking great show. And so I watched. Um, I, I had to do a a season recap of season season three on YouTube, and then I watched four and five, and it was fucking amazing. You know, I was like, yeah, I, I, I can't believe I never followed up with the show. It's it's fucking great. And so coming off of that and doing this, it's sort of like I've, I've raised my bar too high. Yeah. It's kind of like um, yep. kind of like when you guys watched McMillions after Tiger King. Yeah, exactly. Same thing for me with Ozark, man. It was a, it was a decent show, v- amazing in season one, kind of slowly starts to come apart as season two and three go on, but still fun to watch. Well, but I, just watching it after Wire, it, it 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 fucked it all up, and and the pacing, I think, is is one thing that the Wire did a very great job with. Yeah, and that, building a world. Right. Well, what I was going to yeah. say is the other thing, and again, I'm only talking about the second episode of the second season. So much was jammed in there, and so, like you said, implausible. So, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's the guy that lives in the basement of the house they rented. He was in Ghostbusters two, I believe, or one. In, in oh, yeah, yeah. episode two. Uh, Was he in Ghostbusters? There's oh, a mob shit. guy who doesn't want the casino to go through. And so yeah. Jason Bateman's character goes down and asks him, like, hey, you used to be a union guy. Yeah. Did you know this guy? Yeah. Well, let's get a meeting with him. 
and they get a meeting with him and clear the casino all in one episode. And it's like, okay, first of all, this random guy living in your basement happens to know the mob boss that worked right. in Detroit. It was just like, okay, come on. And if that is going to happen, have it play out over the course of an episode, not 10 minutes, where you just drive to St. Right. Louis and it's all worked out. Like, it, it just too much going on and not it was, none it of was it too quick. You know what it was is, is the first season was Lucky Charms. Yeah. You, you know, you, you had... A nice sugary kind of wheat-based thing, and and then and then you had the marshmallows, and and then season two, they were like, hey, wait a minute, you know what else people love? Uh, tricks and Captain Crunch. Why don't we jam marshmallows and and tricks balls and Captain Crunch in with the and it's it's just it's it's too much going on. I it's agree too much with you. Going That's on. a it's great fucking way ridiculous. Of putting it. I really I thought the show was best when he's just sort of down there. Fucking around with local businesses and pretending he's not in a cartel. Yeah. Once everyone knows he's in a cartel, it, it gets too fucking over the top. Uh, same thing happened with weeds. It was it was best when it was just a soccer mom trying to sell weed and keep people at the PTA from knowing she's selling weed, except for the one lady she's selling weed to. Right. Once she's uh, again with the cartel, once she's crossing the border of Mexico in in the tunnel to have an affair with El Chapo, it's it's fuck. It's not the same show anymore. It's not. It's she's not a soccer mom anymore. Well, he needs to be the soccer mom. You and I have talked about this, and and I don't mind talking about it again. It's 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 television shows that run their course, but then keep going. Inertia keeps yeah. them going. And that can be over the course of five seasons, or in some case, one season is is a bing bang done. Like, did you ever read the Hunger Games? No. I read all three books, and I felt the exact same way. When the first book ended, I'm like, that is a quick little fun read. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And then the second one came out. Like, I think the first one was a hit, and they didn't have a second one planned. Like, holy shit, we need to capitalize on this. And the second one was not very good, and the third one was just awful. I've never seen any of the movies, but that third book is so paper thin that when they said they were going to split it into two movies, I'm like, oh, come on. There's nothing yeah, there. Yeah. You're just it, cashing it, in. Yeah, it, it feels a little fucking spread out. And um, what and, that, that honestly makes a lot of sense. Yeah. After after watching all of them, those last couple movies, it's like, yeah, it's it's the same thing. Oh, the system is bad, and I'm going to fucking Bernie Sanders it. You know, like that's kind of what's going on. <laughs> exactly. You needed one movie for those two books, not three movies. For the two books, especially the last book. No, exactly. That's the one you're buy. Reading it, it could have been two movies, Hunger Games 1 and then Hunger Games 2 and 3 as one movie because they were just, there was nothing. It was, they were not good. It was, it's, it's tacked on. And what you said about adding. Are you uh, saying that making child gladiators out of the working class, you're saying that's wrong? <laughs> Got it. And good. still, and what I Moving felt on. reading the entire book was. Oh, so she read Battle Royale, the Japanese book that came first, and just said, oh, I'll do that, too. It, it, the movie Battle Royale was the shit. I didn't see it the movie, amazing. but I read the book, and, and I thought it was fantastic. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, and see, and when I'm reading uh, Hunger Games, I'm just like, this is... And and they, they did not intentionally uh, cover my biggest problem with that movie. But, okay, my biggest problem with the Hunger Games, no weight classes. No age class. Like, <laughs> yes. really? They're go okay. So you got twelve-year-old boys in the same fucking arena well, with melee weapons. It was just as a lottery. Eighteen-year-old boys. 
Oh, oh, guess what? The 18 and 17 year old boys win every fucking year. Wow, wow. How are we gonna bet? How are we gonna bet on that one? You gotta have. You gotta have. You, you do it by gender. You do it by weight classes. Yep. Did these fuckers learn nothing from the octagon? This is crazy. It also reminded me of. I'm gonna it. have. I'm gonna have female featherweights. Versus male heavyweights in the octagon could be anybody's game. Let's bet on who's going to come out victorious. Just it could be flip a coin, flip a coin, no matter what. Yeah, it's, I, there's no telling the way it's going to go. It's it's Floyd Mayweather is going to box the the pitcher for the Yankees. He's he's a great pitcher. Could go any way in the in 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 the ring. But that's just that's that's Hollywood. That's why you have uh, Armageddon and Deep Impact and uh, you know. Freaky Friday and vice versa. If someone has an idea, a competitor says, "Oh shit, I better do that too to cash in on it." I felt the same yeah. way about Twilight, which I've I've never seen or read any of the Twilights, but when I heard it described, I'm like, "So she watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer and said, "Oh, I'm going to do that too." The only difference is it'll be a love triangle sure. between a vampire, a teenager, and a werewolf, as opposed to I don't know anything about Twilight, and I don't care because here's here's my opinion on vampire movies. Um, there's two types of vampire movies. There's Interview with a Vampire, and literally every other vampire movie. And we don't need the second category, all right? <laughs> they fucking did it perfect. When they, just watch Interview with a Vampire. I read the book, and I saw the movie. I liked the movie. I, uh, I, I Yes, the, the movie followed the book really well. I will say this. Uh, and that, again, the, the, I, I remember when Anne Rice said Tom Cruise should not be Lestat. And then she saw the movie and said, oh, shit, he is. I felt the same He's way the about him man in that movie. and that's that and one Jack of my Reacher. goddamn favorite um, uh, Tom Cruise movies I've ever seen. Oh, I mean, I, but I like Tom Cruise a lot. Did you, I, you I remember do too, the, but that's still one of my favorite yeah, movies I've ever seen. But do you remember the controversy over I Jack mean that Reacher? In a good way. I honestly haven't seen Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher is phenomenal. I don't watch the sequel. The sequel again is like, it, I, and I know right, it's based well, I mean, on it's, books. You, you know that, and that that's kind of the way I I was like, oh, it's another. We're doing another action franchise. No, well, because it's based on books, so they thought they had the source material, and maybe they just chose the wrong one, and they chose a poor director for the second one. But I honestly, the first Jack, so the book it's based on, Jack Reacher is six foot five and two hundred and fifty pounds, and so when Tom Cruise was cast, like a bunch of fanboys started complaining, saying, "Oh, Tom Cruise isn't tall enough. It's just Tom Cruise. You need a big guy. You need, you know, like uh, the Mountain from Game of Thrones or whatever. You need someone huge." Sure. Tom Cruise knocks it. It's called acting. He it just it's I've it's a great fucking movie. And and it's so yeah, it doesn't matter what you say in the book, what you think you need. If you get the right actor that can portray the attitude and, and yeah. convey that I am this character, it it the rest goes away. Plus, here's the great thing about pistols. Um you you, you don't really need you don't really need height or reach with those fucking things, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, I got shot in the fucking chest with a forty-five, and it was from a guy that was over six foot two. Oh, my God, did that hurt. Well, they, they did say that uh, it was funny. There is a line in the movie that confused everyone in the book because he is 6'4 and 240 pounds. He's described as a man that could kill you with one punch, and that line is in the movie, and you're like, I, I, I don't think Tom Cruise could kill you with one punch. But other than that, it's still good. Here's the thing, though. Um, have you ever been pistol whipped by a short fella? Still fucking hurts pretty bad. Still hurts pretty bad. I, I think we got we, we, we got workarounds for that. I, I believe 
I, I believe this conundrum was solved by Indiana Jones when he was against the sword guy. Yep. Remember? Yep. He shot the fucking sword guy. And, and sword and height and weight and reach, all of that didn't matter with a shitty pistol from the 19 fucking 20s. And my favorite part about that is it's called movie magic. It's called accidental magic. It's it's the Jesus moment where Harrison Ford was sick. He had the fever. He had the shits, whatever it was. They had rehearsed this big fight, and he just yeah. couldn't do it. And he said, can I just shoot uh-huh. him? And it turns into such a great moment. You know, like yeah. this accidental thing. Is yeah, the- yeah. That guy had rehearsed a whole big sword thing. They were going to have a sword and whip fight. Yep. And he was just like, son of a bitch, man. It's, 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 it's like having um a, a movie with an offensive football play in it. So we bring in Tom play or uh, uh, Tom Brady, and then it, it turns out to be a, a fucking run play, a handoff. Y- y- yeah, you know, it's it's goddamn hand play. It's 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 a handoff. Um, you did make me think of this, and I and, and I know we've talked about this in the past, but again, I don't care. I'll talk about it again. You talk about uh, Lucky Charms being good, but then you add tricks and Cocoa Puffs to the same bowl, and it's not good anymore. Yeah. A- and again, we've talked about this. Nip Tuck, the show Nip Tuck. Season oh, Jesus, two. Did that get ridiculous. What's that? That fucking show got insanely well, ridiculous. Well, season two is That's great. That's a perfect with fucking the, analogy for this. Yeah, the season two with the carver where we had this 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 guy that was yeah. cutting women. And First you're like, holy shit, it was so awesome. suspenseful. And then season three, the carver turns out to be a dickless twin that the twin was a cop. And, and there was a scene where he was getting a blowjob. And at the end when it's revealed... That uh, is like, oh, the carver uses a dildo on people. Oh, it can't be you. You have a dick. I saw you getting a blowjob. Ha ha, I paid her to bob her head over my dickless. It was the most, co- like, oh, you just added so much bullshit. It, when I say dickless, I mean ridiculous. literally born without a penis. I just, just, it was so absurd and bad. They just kept adding so much bullshit that just, just overloaded everything. Vegetable lasagna. It, it got, I, I mean, almost comical. I remember there was a scene in there. Where I mean, this was like in season fucking four or five. Oh, you told me about this, and I way- looked it up on video. Yes. I remember it's <laughs> where he literally fucks her off of a roof. Yes, off he fucks her off of a roof, and that's how she dies, and that's how they end a season. It was fucking ridiculous. And, uh, anybody listening, Google Nip Tuck sex fall off roof or something like that because after jake and i talked about this last time i googled it and it is absurd that he's it banging her and he... insane to me i just fuck and it's supposed to be it's supposed to be the most dramatic yes shock it's supposed to be i am your father luke no but you're a dick who cut my hand off just now and you run the dead star it's supposed to be that it's supposed to be that kind of shocking twist ending. The music but plays it is like that. Goddamn, yes. The it slow is motion. It is the most, it, it is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in a show. I mean, to the point where it's funny. It, it is It is like The Room fucking bad. Yes, I it, would agree with it that. Is like, if, it is like they, they just went, listen, we've had a good couple of seasons, Tommy Musso. Please write the ending to season four for us. Okay, I write great. And what if he fucks her off roof? That would be crazy, right? Oh my god, they're fucking on roof, and then oh, the thing breaks, and she falls to dead. Like oh, he's so like broken apart. He's so sad that she fall off roof. I'm fucking her now. She dead on ground off of roof. Oh my god, I'm so sad. 
yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, you know who gets falling off a roof, correct? Shane Who's Black. It? Shane Black. Shane Black, the screenwriter and now director. Uh, he wrote Lethal Weapon 2, where they fall out the hotel window and into the pool, Leo Getz and Briggs and Murtaugh. And they all land oh, in the pool. Yeah. You know what? I got to go back and rewatch that. Well, I and then he did. Uh, but I remember Lethal Weapon 2 was probably the best one. Yeah, it was Either fantastic. That the first one. You know, Lethal Weapon 2 is probably the best one. And he also directed um, The Nice Guys with Russell Crowe and um, Ryan Gosling. You saw that, That was correct? a great one. Yeah, it was that, great. Yeah, that was a great Again, falling out of the and roof, an, you know. Uh, yeah, he, uh, Ryan Gosling. Was it cheesy? Keith... Absolutely. But it knows it's being cheesy. And it's sort of like, dude, it, it should be cheesy. Yeah, and, and it, but it, it's great because Ryan and Keith go over the, the edge of the roof. Yeah. And, and Keith hits the, <laughs> the the pavement and Ryan hits the pool. That's I mean, cool that I didn't realize that was the same guy that did because it oh, yeah. felt like a Lethal Weapon movie. Yeah, it was and, fun. and it just it's the same pacing, the same quick dialogue. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Shane Black does falling off a roof well. Nip Tuck, not so much. You know, it's it's a tough it's a tough thing to do falling off a roof, and um, yeah, I I think if I was if I was a if I was a film professor and I was teaching how to do it good, how to do it bad, I'm definitely doing nip tuck as this is the worst falling off the roof. This is the fucking um, I I I don't know this this is the well this is the sort of this is the JFK of falling off of roofs. This is how... This is the worst way to fucking drive a president through Dallas that you could possibly do. <laughs> he needed this, a This is the worst way to do it. To me, yeah. they should change uh, Jump the Shark to fall off the roof. Instead of yeah. Fonzie jumping a shark, the... Okay, this show has just lost all credibility. Should be the nip-tuck fall off a roof. Uh, it's... Well, no, you can fall off the roof good. They proved it in Lethal Weapon and Nice Guys. Uh, the analogy is fucked off a roof. Yeah. This show has just been fucked off a roof. Yes. And it's done now. It's been fucked off a roof. <laughs> so we have the official, you you believe that Ozark was fucked off a roof in season two, episode two. I say it's still watchable through season three. But just know that it's um, it's it's definitely... It's been fucked off of a mighty high bunk bed near a roof. I will say that <laughs> very early, very early in season two. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I honestly, um, I, I feel that Ozark suffered a lot from what you said. The ooh, this is what worked, so now compound it. But I also wonder if it suffered from the Hunger Games thing, which I felt, which was okay. We finished this book. It's done. Put it out there. Holy shit! It's a hit. We need to to we need a sequel. That they, yeah, didn't have a story arc that went past the first season. Even though they set it you up, know all for these a, characters that had a beginning and a middle and an end. Hey, now that they're past end, keep having them do shit. Right. Like what? Then no, they had a they had a story. They had a thing. Yep, and it could have. Hey, been that complete. was a great football game. That was an awesome football game. Oh my god. Let's follow the players with the camera as they fucking shower and go home. Maybe that'll be just as exciting. I mean, dude, it was such a great fourth quarter. Let's see the fifth and sixth and seventh quarter when they're going home and, you know, having, having a cheeseburger because they don't have to fucking work hard. Anybody. Let's let's just watch them eating a cheeseburger. It'll be just as exciting as the it's, fourth quarter. It's like, uh, say, take my dinner with Andre, but only they run out of things to talk about. Well, let's just keep yes. filling the meat. Uh-huh. Make him, make him had a, make him fuck that. Dessert was amazing. Let's just do a whole new fucking entree. <laughs> yeah. 
puke in a bucket like a fucking, like a Roman emperor and just keep eating. <laughs> just keep eating. That's what these seasons do. It's, it's a Roman fat man laying on his belly in a food orgy where they're just, just keep shoveling meat down. And and shoveling wine in and and just puking a bucket and fucking do it again. Yeah, you you use Roman orgy, but my mind goes to the guy in uh, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life. Oh yeah, the puke bucket. Daddy. Hey, buddy. Yeah, go ahead. If someone's there to turn it on for you, that was my son, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Bopping in the door. So we've come a long way from where I started. The the triggering of the left. Um, now when it comes to uh, Trump crying, uh, people crying. I do wolf. blame Nancy Pelosi for season three of the Ozarks. Anyway, continue. Well, there we go. Because he, it's it funny. The, there, there were two, the the two big stories this week were Trump uh, talks about delaying election. Oh my God, he's gonna. And then two, Trump is gonna ban TikTok. And I thought that was pretty funny because that, that, to me was the least um, spontaneous thing Trump has ever done. Which is, you'd think that he would have the day after the Tulsa rally gone. I'm banning TikTok because they embarrassed me. But no, he laid in wait. He let that one breathe a little bit. He's like, okay, I'm still mad at the TikTok kids for uh, uh, disrupting my rally, but I'm going to give them a couple weeks and then I'm going to say. So that was a big. But then what just came out this morning that I emailed you this morning is the media is not going to be allowed at the Republican convention. And to me, that is possibly the big story. Him tweeting something Big deal. He, uh, who cares? Him saying I'm going to design. Doing the, he he's doing the TikTok thing wrong. He didn't learn from his own success. He needs to get Putin involved in TikTok. That would <laughs> that's what he needs to do. <laughs> what is this TikTok, Mister Trump? Oh, it's like a thing. It's 15 cents. I don't get it either. The kids are into it. Get Russians on TikTok. Do it. They would do a good job of it. But so but. Once you can control the convention... Dude, you... if Russians get on there doing their fucking crazy selfies on top of skyscrapers, they're going to take over TikTok. Did... They're going to fucking own TikTok. Oh, that's true. Oh, those are great videos. Um, did Russians, you see the Russian... Get on, for non-political reasons, Russia, get on TikTok. I want to see these fucking videos. Did you see I the uh, video Russia put out and, and Russia didn't... You know, like, hey, we are releasing this. It was it was Russian propaganda bullshit that they try and put le- through legitimate channels. Um, it was trending on Twitter yesterday, and everybody was circling it. They showed, like, okay, one, this is a Russian news source. Two, no one else is confirming it. Three, you ca- uh, Bible burning. There was a big trend on Twitter yesterday saying that protesters in Portland, for no reason, were just burning Bibles just to outrage the evangelicals and get them all fired up for Trump. No one could well, verify. Well, to be it. fair, it was it was a black. It's technically still a Black Lives Matter protest, and they were only burning the Bibles with the white Jesus as his name. <laughs> See, that would be a good uh, take on it. But it's just it, it, that's how Russia works. Is I would be what you just said made me think of it because it'd be much more fun and easy to watch idiots on skyscrapers than fake news would about love that. Bible burning. I would I would vote for Trump in this upcoming election, even though he is arguably the worst president of my lifetime. And uh, this, arguably, this who's fuck worse? Up of the, I mean, I I don't know. Um, Putin's pretty bad, I guess. You, you know, if we go international, oh, okay, right? yeah. there's probably some worse ones. But um, a few African dictators that are pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that Comey fellow was a dick. Uh, Idi Amin. Uh, I guess he was. Uh, were you alive for yeah. him? I was. Yeah. Uh huh. But um, yeah, the 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 fucking up with the testing and just fucking this virus up 
is the single worst thing a president has fucked up in my entire life, right? That being said, if Donald Trump's whole campaign was based around getting um, uh, Russians to do crazy TikTok videos on, on top of towers, I would vote for him in a second. I do. I'd vote no, for him so, in a so when we second. get done with this podcast, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to look I can up stay that. quarantined in my basement and watch Russians do that yeah. all fucking day. I would happily do that, Mr. Trump. I'm going to do two things when we're done podcasting. I'm going to watch a uh, 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 Christian fuck a woman off a roof. I'm going to Google that video again. And I'm going to Google some Russian uh, uh, balance videos because they're, they're Russians. insane. Listen, Russian balance. Okay, here's what you got to do on TikTok. You got to go up there. You don't just take a selfie. You fuck on the roof. All right? You fuck on the roof. <laughs> you show NipTuck how it's done. Right? You even do a fake falling off the roof. We, we, we do sort of a, um, a side-by-side a duet video on TikTok, because that's the thing. You duet that one, but then instead of falling to her death, she grabs a hold of a thing two stories down and then starts fucking another dude on that balcony. That's how you do that. That's how it's done. That would be a good way to do it. But what do you think about the, the, the small news, the thing that I said should be big news, the fact that media will not be allowed at the convention? They're going to live stream it, but when you control the output, nothing will be reported on what's going on. Other, You control the content, and that is, a, I don't want to say alarming because we know their agenda. I would but... say that that was a big deal before the coronavirus. I've been saying this for a long time. It is all going to come down to um, are the swing states going to get hit worse medically than they are economically. Now it is looking like that's happening. That's why he's tweeting out shit about, oh, we, maybe we should delay the election. I, I've never wanted to delay anything that I felt confident about. Okay, if I studied for the test, I'll take it right fucking now. You, you know, if it's going to go well, fucking move it up. You, you know, if it's if it's going to go bad, I want to way do it later. Um, that's 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 why he's he's doing all of this. That's why the weird rules with the convention, and it, that that might just be a safety thing too, you Could know. Be. But it's it's that's why he's freaked the fuck out. Is the swing states are starting to get hit hard medically, and he knows he's fucked. It is it is because a big part of that too is it's now tanking the economy. Yeah. Um. It's and that was drop. his that was his fucking that was his sort of golden chariot. That was going to fucking ride him through this election is the fact that the economy's doing well. Taking out an incumbent president when the economy is doing well, and, and even then, we're just talking the stock stock market. I, I I get that. I know the fucking counterpoints. I know that yo oh, oh well, it was on a fucking uptick yeah. when he took it over from Obama. It's right, but he does get credit for it at a certain point. He does get credit for the I'm going to stand out of the way of business and let the economy do well. You do get credit for that at a certain point. However, we've we've just now learned that, well, let's just have a businessman get in there. It's good for the economy. Because dummies, he's not just the president of the economy. He's also running things like, how do we fucking um, deal with wars? How do we deal with pandemics? Oh, what? What? You had the, you had the Apple CEO in there for medical shit. You, you, oh, hey, Tim Cook has fucking done a decent job with the new iPhone. Let's have him give a fucking lung transplant. Let's see how that goes. Oh, you had a business guy do medical shit and it didn't go well? Now you got a fucking cell phone where your lungs should be? Whoops. 
Shouldn't have had the fucking CEO of Apple do that, I guess. Should have yeah, had a worked, doctor uh, do that. That worked Should've out for the Joker in uh, The Dark Knight. Having a cell phone in a, in a body. Got the, got the Joker out of jail. That's true. That's true. I guess if you literally want to explode the body as a distraction, it's a fun thing to do. All right, one more topic, and this one, this one surprised me. Trump tweeted something out, and I didn't uh, link it to you, uh, but we can still talk about it. It to me, it was fantastic. If Trump wants to defeat mail-in voting, this is what he should be focusing on. Every time he talks about mail-in voting, he talks about fraud. He's like fraud, 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 and it's been investigated. It's been reported. Several states do it. He's he's lying. He's full of shit. He's wrong. However, he did send out a, a, a local news report. I don't remember from what station, but I watched the full video. This news station in a city created 100 envelopes that looked exactly like ballots. You know, big, not just normal uh, vi- envelopes, but oversized envelopes that were looked like ballots. They rented a P.O. box. They went around the city mailing these letters to that P.O. box and they mailed 100 of them and after one week they went and got them and there were 97 letters waiting for them, meaning three letters disappeared just through incompetence, not through, hey, I'm going to steal this letter or, and that's 3%. In swing states, in elections that are divided by 1% or less than 1% margins, the fact that three out of 100 letters could just disappear because they got lost in the system or sent somewhere different. And I did not see if they did a follow-up to say that one, and, and say one or two of those envelopes arrived two weeks later after the election, but they did a test and said, okay, if you mail on this day here, we're going to go all around and mail letters to this central location and three disappear. Now that my elderly gypsy election. neighbor steals our packages sometimes. Maybe she got all three of those. But what that's who I'm blaming it on. If Trump wants to talk about how mail-in elections don't work, don't talk about fraud. That video to me is like, yeah, that's an interesting approach to take. Call the post yeah. office incompetent. Whether or not it is, I've never really had a problem with the post office. They've lost a letter or two, but nothing bad. Well, that would be more accurate, but that that defeats the purpose of why he's doing it. He, I know, but it'd be. You yeah. could swing more people. I mean, I found it interesting more so than him. Him just saying one thing that's false over and over is not going to, it's going to, it appeals to his base, but it doesn't bring in anybody new. This could bring in new people. No, this is, you know what this is, is you know how Foxconn, the, the company that makes iPhones and shit. Yeah, with the nets. They put the net. This is his his net. Um, if, if his re-election and and his you know his whole campaign everything should it should it decide to take a cop a Foxconn spill over the railing? Um, he needs something to fucking catch it and get it back up and running. And this is his listen to my my new news source because Fox News is not far enough right. It's not the truth. Listen to this because I I am your wacky right wing Jesus who was cheated out of the presidency by fraud. Now you, the true Americans, get to listen to me do the news. Oh, so he buys that's into the OAN then at that point. So, yes. Because that's uh-huh. what they said he wanted at the first election is he was just going to start. It was, you remember, those were all the rumors is that yeah. after he loses the election, he will buy a news network and start competing with Fox. And then he won the election. Then he, OAN. He, he, dude, he claimed voter fraud when he won. Yeah. He claimed voter fraud for the left when he fucking won. <laughs> 
Yeah, he's going to do it when he loses. And so so that's the path is he doesn't care about uh, getting, you know, bringing in new people with the idea that voter that male incompetence could lose it. He he's still setting himself up for an OAN network purchase and or becoming a TV personality again. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, that's 100 percent what he's doing. All right. Well, fair enough. That's his fucking plan B. That's his that's his parachute. That's where he's going. Well, there you go. Got any shows to plug? This will post on uh, August 3rd. Got any Zoom shows coming up the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th that you can tell people to tune into? No, no, not a... No, not really. I got one, but I don't know anything about it. Uh, I've got they they said they're hiring me for uh, something, and they they're very pissy about the details. So I have nothing to promote, even though I might be, if if I if it if I get the information before next week, uh, you might be able to watch me on Zoom. People, I got some jokes I want to tell. I got ideas in my head. All right. So since we got you nothing can go to- me to my fans only page and see me um, uh, whacking off and sitting on cakes. If you guys want to do that. <laughs> now that comedy's dead, I've, I've decided to go where the uh, where, where the economy's headed. Yeah. Cakefarter.com. Uh-huh. I remember the first time someone sent me that link. I'm like this. Oh, God, this is real. Cakefarter.com. I don't know if it's still active or available, but when I when I was sent Cakefarter, it uh, is a woman farting on cakes. And I'm like, huh. you can find anything online. You really can. Well, it's it's all about finding your niche, like Trump's trying to do with his news thing. Yeah. You know, I I well, I am catering to um, elderly gentlemen that have Steve Buscemi fetishes, and <laughs> so I I do it while dressed like Mr. Pink. You know, I why can't we all choose our own fucking names? You know, while I'm whacking off on the cakes. There it's, you go. Uh, you know, most people ain't going to be into it, but if that's your thing, go 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 check me out. But if fans only, yeah, you don't need everybody. You're casting a very specific net, not a wide one. Mr. Pinky Cake. That's what the fuck I, you know, that, that's my, I like my that handle name. on there. All yeah. right. Well, you could find that through probably jakevevera.com. And since I have nothing to plug, you can go uh, look at my merch store or read my blogs at nathantimmel.com. Other than that, share, 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 click and share, click and share. And if you have an opportunity to write something nice about us, please do it. Thanks for tuning in, and we will talk at you next week. Later. Later.